Hello my bitches, this is Charles. The break room has been called away on a top secret mission to Kentucky so in their place I give to you a way back machine. This is a lost episode. This is episode 3 from April the 7th, 2006. I love you. Rape, rape. for time warp. All right, time circuit's on. What do you mean, time circuit's on? Doc, we're not going back now. Yep. From the future. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. the theme chopper dave this drama contains adult language and partial nudity viewer discretion is advised yeah it's definitely loud enough oh you're yeah, looking to blow fair. your eardrums out yeah hey i love bleeding ears uh, I can all say. orifices all orifices <laughs> The more orifs is bleeding, the better. You can already tell us it's going to be like a scattered edition. That's fine. Yeah. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is the break room for April 7th, 2006. I today was the 6th. Today's, well, we're, see, we're recording on Thursday night for Friday morning. Oh, okay. Now you've just pulled back the curtain. <laughs> Sorry. This is like that whole scene, you know, don't look behind, don't peek behind the curtain. This is Wizard of Oz. and I didn't mean to expose the backstage. We're the multi-wizard tri-panel what i don't know this is episode twa you just turned us all off dave well you're talking too loud well i'm sorry but i'm way to go chopper yeah (laughs) every single word you're saying is redlining well okay i'm sorry for clipping everyone yes this is exciting didn't look like it on the yeah it didn't look like on the feed yeah look at that it's like mini feed now i guess it's okay over there yeah i feel like little mario before he eats the mushroom have you heard about those uh, those people that there's like a game online now where people, this was, some girls got arrested for this, but in, uh, I think it was Colorado or somewhere, a lot of shit goes on in Colorado, apparently there's a game on the internet where you have to build the Mario boxes, you know, where he gets the shrooms and the stars and shit, and you hang them from trees in your city and see what people do. It's like an, a giant in, internet inside joke. And so on April Fool's Day, these girls, these 16... Like the question mark boxes? Yeah, the that question mark boxes, okay. yeah. And these girls, uh, apparently, uh, on April Fool's Day, they went around to their town and hung a bunch of these boxes in the trees. And people started, they saw the question marks and they got scared. And so they called the police. Because of question mark boxes? <laughs> they think it was a terrorist attack Yeah, or and something? so the police brought out the hazmat teams. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah. Uh, somehow they, reaction? Yeah, just a little bit. So somehow the police found out who it was and uh, now these girls are in trouble. Uh, and they may, I don't know if they're going to get fined or. What a bunch of stupid crap. Still, it's kind of funny. It's just a joke. I mean, well, come on. Mm-hmm. Yes, I blame it all on MySpace. I would. 
Yeah, just like we're a lot of people have been doing lately. Look at that segue. High five. Uh, this morning, as I was listening to the radio, uh, there's a radio station that all three of us listen to. And uh, on their morning news segment, they were talking about a particular story. Uh, since we're talking about Colorado a second ago, uh, there was a kid in, uh, where was this? Well, it doesn't say the city. Oh, in Evergreen, which is the, by the way, just the alternative city for the show Everwood. Oh, uh, is it? Yeah, that's what it was. They may even shoot in Evergreen. Thanks I don't for, know. Thanks Anyways. for that knowledge. No one cares about yeah, it. Yeah, little known fact. Um, but yeah, there was he posted some photos of himself on my state. On my, oh, you know what? I forgot to do. I forgot to introduce the crew. I'm just going to cut back real quick. My name's Mark. I'm joined by lovely Dustin and lovely Dave. Chopper Dave. I guess Dave? Chopper Dave has become the new official nickname. Yeah. Chopper Dave. Get <laughs> 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 leave the, the explosion in there. Chopper Dave. You get a comment on every drop again today? I'm going to try to. Okay. There we go. No need to get rid of bad habits. Right uh, okay, so back to the story. Uh, so this guy, or this kid, I should say, uh, he... This feels like the longest minute of my life. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, let her go reacting again. Um, he was posing with pictures on MySpace with some guns, and uh, apparently it's illegal for a juvenile to be in possession of a handgun. I guess it's maybe not even owned, like we talked about at lunch, but it's being in possession of a handgun at all. So he had pictures on MySpace, and he was convicted of being of being in possession of a handgun. And even though, but there is an exception to the Colorado rule, and that's if your parents say that you're allowed to have a gun. And, and his, that was the case, right? That was the case. His parents gave permission for him to own a gun, even without supervision. This is the... And, the uh, defense attorney said it's a difficult case. We have pictures that raise images of the Columbine massacre, but if we set the specter of Columbine aside, uh, and then he said, basically, he was basically saying the boy should have been acquitted and sent home. But Columbine is an extreme. It is an instance. extreme example, and it's it's about taking personal responsibility. It's, I mean, did the kid go out and blow somebody away? Did he have notes saying, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna go blow the shit out of everyone"? As I recall, I don't recall all the specific details of the Columbine yeah. incident, but I remember that there's supposed to be a lot of signs indicating that that was right. going to occur. Right. And if that guy has nothing else other than this picture with some guns... Yeah. I, I just don't understand it. And Whatever. I mean, you know, I guess the kid... I'm sure that he's going to appeal, and hopefully the judge will see some sense. Well, he should if it's, you know, if they're going around the actual law in this case. And Yeah. But the the whole getting back to where I was originally going about five minutes ago, yeah. uh, the the two of the hosts, there have been several incidents lately where people are blaming MySpace, and because they're the latest internet fad, you know, we always like to point the finger at someone, and this was the case this time. And usually, I'm right on target with these guys; I completely agree. But they were both, bla- you know, saying, "Oh, that's it; it's MySpace," you know, because this kid had pictures, in it. and they said this about other stuff, uh, blaming on MySpace, and it. Since when is it MySpace's job to protect people not only from themselves but to be in charge of other states' laws? I mean, I there's been several rapes. There's been, uh, I, I you know, older guys hitting on younger women. There's been cops that have trapped and trapped people. I think. Yeah, like that incident we were talking about earlier with the uh, not the cops and trapping people, but the older guy trying to get the 15 year old girl yeah. ended up being like five or six guys. Yeah, and they ended up busting him. Yeah, exactly. And they, but there's been actually some good come out of MySpace, but it's all about personal responsibility. And this seems to be a running theme this week uh, because in the news uh, earlier, uh, coming out of New York, the uh, there's a series of div- uh, DVDs coming out, 
and they're about uh, the Sesame Street babies. They're basically the Barney version, I guess, of Sesame Street. They're not apparently Sesame Street is not childish enough. Um, really? I guess so because these. What's their target audience? Kids under two. These are, these are called Sesame Beginnings. No, I mean, what's uh, Sesame Street's normal target oh, that, audience? That's what I, I think I was watching Sesame Street from as long, far back as I can remember. It can't be very I old. mean, before then, it was, uh, what, Pinwheel and Today's Special? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but those are about the same level as Sesame Street is. What do you think is the top, you know, the top age that watches regular Sesame Street 7? Well, that's probably even That's about high. as far as you can that's go. That's probably even high. Yeah. I, so, I mean. You can't really count the adults that watch it with their kids. Yeah, but they're really segmenting it. Yeah, they, they really are. Uh, it says, and a bunch of people are up in arms because these videos supposedly are intended, to, according to the company, uh, Sesame Workshop and Zero to Three, who they produced it with, they say it's intended to be watched by parents along with their small children. Uh, but, of course, a lot of people are criticizing because been, there's been some studies that say that uh, children under two watching TV is harmful. Now, uh, the Boston-based campaign for a commercial-free childhood, which is a really weird political statement uh says there's no evidence that screen media is beneficial for babies and growing evidence it may be harmful sesame beginnings will encourage babies devotion to tv characters that have been licensed to promote hundreds of other products uh so basically there and and later on they said, <laughs> uh there, there's just a big controversy about should sesame street who is in the job who is supposedly in the business of educating our children should they be putting out something targeting babies but again, it's a matter of opinion. It's well, a matter of parental opinion. It's parental opinion. And that's where we come back. Okay, here we are pointing fingers again at someone else. Why is it Sesame Street's job to parent your children? Because they're in the job of making money. When it all comes down to it, it's not about, It's not really about the kids. It's about paying their employees and Absolutely. Making, turning a profit. And so if you want to put your kid, you don't have to buy these DVDs. If you have a child two years or under, if you disagree with the you know thinking that that helps them, or if you think it's harmful at all, I mean, why purchase them? Yeah, it's a it, free country. You shouldn't stop them from actually producing them. Yeah, it's uh, oh, there was a quote earlier. Uh, okay, I mean, here here's the here's here's what I was looking this for. This is a powerful organization here. Yes, the the what is it? The campaign for a commercial free childhood. It's very dude. There are so many of these bullshit places now that are just like the watchdog group people who don't such, like people who watch sesame street for such small segments I of know. society literally in this case a small hey. segment hey oh no rim shot over there no i guess we don't have one yet um but uh where is it oh the the videos show characters such as baby elmo and big bird sucking on their mom's tits and going <laughs> is that the quote no it's uh going okay. through daily routines like feeding at bedtime I mean, do you think they'll be bottling, or will they have like a big bird, like a big mama bird boob? <laughs> Even if they do, I mean, uh, I don't know. Maybe that's a little much. Maybe it's a little still, pornographic. Uh, I don't hey, know. Mama. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, that was my sad attempt at a big bird for an elbow voice. <laughs> <laughs> it was sad. It was very sad. Uh, where's this? What is this lady's name? Okay, Rosemary Truglio who is Vice President of Education and Research at Sesame uh, You shouldn't workshop. be in that position if you don't have a name people can pronounce. Yeah, it's true. Truglio or Trulio or Trujillo. I don't know how you say this. It's T-R-U-G-L-I-O. Anyways, it says, she says the reality is there's TV in 98% of all homes that parents feel comfortable with it. Yes, because it's a babysitter. Uh, here's the, the, the 
comment I completely disagree with, and that is we have to stop blaming parents and create responsible content for them. The key is moderation. We're not advocating just plopping kids in front of a TV screen. Isn't it doesn't it always come down to the fucking parent? Pretty much. With the kid with the gun, they're taking responsibility for their own kid. Here we are still getting screwed over, really. Still getting screwed over. Here we're saying uh, we have to stop blaming parents when ultimately they're the ones in charge of raising their kids. So if their kid fucks up, you usually got to blame the parents unless there's a literal, uh, maybe a mental imbalance. Right. But, you know, the, some of these kids, it, we live in a very wealthy area. and Now, who has the mental imbalance? You're talking about the parents? Oh, I, I, no, no. I'm saying talking about the kids. I mean, well, then it's still the parents, really. Yeah, to, I mean, to help their kids. It's sure. not Sesame Street's but, deal. What I'm talking about, what it comes down to, the that's an extreme example. Right. We live in, in you know, North Dallas, West, West Plano, that kind of area. High five. High five. But it's a very wealthy, wealthy town, right? Mm-hmm. And so many of these kids, like in South Lake Carroll, which we'll talking about in a second, they're so wealthy, and yet they have very little. I get, I get. These are the kids I think are get plopped down in front of the TV. They have very little sense of responsibility. Depends on how wealthy they are. You know, if they're really it's wealthy, true. they might have some kind of nanny or you know somebody that really. Yeah, it's true. But still, don't you yeah. blame them with parents for not raising their own kids? Yeah. Okay. We're not interviewing the help well enough. You know, uh, were y'all with us when we were in um, P.F. Chang's, I think, and the table next to us, the people, instead of talking to their kid or the playing DVD with their player. kid, they had yes. the DVD player yeah. on the table in front of the kid, and all it was was just, like, colors going yes. across the screen. There was no educational that, value, nothing. It was just colors. Just shapes. To keep the kid to look at it so they could not have to worry about their own kid. That is so sad. Yeah, I remember that. Sad. That's insane. So sad. And that, that's that's the type of environment I think produces a lot of these kids. And I don't want to target just West Plano, but Highland Park. You know, a lot of these wealthy neighborhoods. Or any similar neighborhood across the sure. where But where these kids are sitting around acting like they deserve everything, you know, and that their parents, it, it's just... Uh, drives me um, insane. I don't know. And uh, in South Lake Carroll this week, speaking of South Lake Carroll a minute ago, there's been something going on. This is another sense of personal responsibility, and this story has driven me insane. Since December, there were cheerleader tryouts back in December for South Lake Carroll High School, which is, I think, one of the wealthiest independent school districts in the nation, along with Highland Park and a couple others. It's got to be. But they had uh, varsity cheerleading tryouts, and in the end, only about 14... It's okay. Only about four. Only fourteen girls made the cut. But at, right after this, and this is the the sense of responsibility, not only from parents but from yourself, is that only fourteen girls made the cut. So then, promptly, all the other parents of the other eighteen who tried out went to the school district and started complaining and bitching. What's the significance of telling us that anyway? What? Of what? That was a drop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought I thought I saw your mouth move. No. <laughs> Okay. Well, anyways, uh, so last month, the there was been... <laughs> that you completely throw me off. God. Uh, in in uh, the... There, um, uh, and the... Uh, so, uh, these... these they, uh, so, I don't know. One half of one show, buddy. One half, half of one show. show. You're going to get another, like, five-minute run yeah, of that just out of this show. <sighs> okay. So, back on track. So back, in, <laughs> so back in March, <laughs> so the South Lake uh, School Board. Maybe that's what they had after tryouts. They had the sweaty, sweaty ass. ass. Yeah. They uh, <laughs> 
They reversed their own decision and decided that, hey, all these other bitches that couldn't make it, they now get to be part of the cheerleading squad. And from what I understand, what you told me a few minutes ago, was that they got to be part of a, like a sub-squad, like a, we sit up in the bleachers, wear white gloves, and clap. Was that the type? I don't... Actually, Dave was saying that. Cause I, was that Dave? Oh. That's what I heard. Yeah. Okay. Well, a lot of people still complain, because here's the thing with, the, with South Lake Carroll. In the end, what they've done is, as of today, or as of a couple of days ago, they finally... they The former sponsor, who I guess is basically the coach for this group, uh, she quit. And so they got a new teacher... Uh, uh, Tim Johnston, who is the social studies department head at Carroll Senior High, he became the new sponsor, and he's replacing uh, Susanna Hughes, a speech teacher. And this is what he said in his letter, which is awesome. I will not make myself available to any party for hours of useless whining and complaining in practice or performance or for hours of circular discussions of procedural concerns regarding events in the near past or for a barrage of special personal requests that basically reward you with exceptions to the team rule. I'm always simply going to be your coach, fair, stern, strict, and ready to work. That is the best thing anyone could have said because all these parents deserve punches to the face. Every single father somewhere on the body. Yes, cock punches, uh, kidney punches, shivs. I don't. It's it's ridiculous though. This all comes back to the sense of responsibility because what are you teaching your kids? If I understand if, okay, a two-year-old is on maybe a t-ball team. You're not going to cut kids at that age. Oh, yeah. They're still trying to build a sense of self-esteem. High school, you're old enough to take it. In high school, I would say even middle school, kids got to learn that they're not going to get every fucking thing handed to them. This is where I was trying to go with earlier with referencing Highland Park and, and West Plano, is that all these kids think they have everything coming to them, and when they get out of school, they're probably not going to have all of daddy's money. Now, they might for a while through college. Yeah. But eventually, they're going to fail. Oh, they might have <laughs> Man. I think you have you to... You are one pathetic loser. I think you have to teach your kids to fail. Because I think it is... If there's one thing... You have I, to let them attempt things and possibly and, and fail. And possibly fail. Because, yeah. yeah, if they actually achieve it of their of their own skills, then that's a victory. And it adds their self-esteem. But just because they fail at something, let's say they try out for a baseball team. I, I mean, I was on several baseball teams, and I sucked, man. I was horrible at sports. To me, that says something about the kids involved as well, because I would feel like a tool if I was put on a team right. because my mom came up and complained. Wouldn't I, wouldn't you know? Yeah, I know. I don't get that. I don't understand how they even want to be cheerleaders now. Yeah. I mean, if Why they know exactly? it's all just a gimme and it's all just a bunch of bullshit. Right. I, I, I just don't understand. It's How do you expect to succeed in life if you don't understand failure? Because not everyone's going to be a cheerleader at uh, OU. Or not everyone's going to be a major league baseball player or a professional football player. It's like some of these kids that are coming out of the uh, coming out of high school straight into the NBA, or were trying to, didn't they? I think they changed the rule, but I don't oh, think so. Okay, well, you know, a lot of kids think they're going to be rock stars, or they're going to be rap stars, or they're going to all be professional athletes. How many dads think their sons are going to be the next Tiger Woods? It's it's really sad that that you don't failure as sad as weird as it sounds is an important important step in your character childhood. builder. It it is it does it it builds your character and it gives you a sense of responsibility about yourself to do better because when you're always handed shit, really you're just you're a pathetic loser. You really yeah. are, and it, it doesn't only it doesn't even go to sports. Sports is really just an extreme example. Well, sports is the easiest analogy. It's the easiest analogy, make. but also it comes down to grades too. There's oh, yeah. so many parents that oh their kid gets a C even because he's not turning in his shit. I mean, my mom has gone through this. I've got a lot of teachers in my family. They go through this shit all the time where parents will come and bitch at them because their kid's not making the grade. 
Yep. Well, you know what? This is a bullshit, you... a bullshit, bullshit, you scumbag. Ask it, sir! <laughs> what the fuck was that? This is a bullshit, a bullshit, you scumbag. Oh, that's a... Ask it, sir! 40-year-old virgin. 40-year-old virgin. Okay. No more drop commenting. <sighs> well, I desperately want to make love to a schoolboy. The... God, these keep throwing me off track. Anyways, uh, in a, in uh, the there um, uh, and the uh, so uh, these these they uh, so I don't know. so anyways you got to learn sense of personal responsibility. That's what it all comes down to. And Pretty God, much, I think that discussion is just about over. I'm just completely His derailed. The most memorable thing <laughs> of that whole conversation of that whole conversation. Yeah, that and bleeding from many orifices. <laughs> All right, time for a song because I need to take a break and calm down. And what was driving him out of the? I need crab? to reconnoiter. So uh, this uh, this is a band out of Canada called The Joys, and this is uh, the song they're asking everyone to play on your local radio station. Uh, this is called "Do I." Hey. High five. Hey.
want to hear some great news? I think I just... Yeah. I just had an idea. Shut up. Chris Farley's coming back from the grave. Uh, eight years since... It's been eight years since he died, since we all... Were found out he died. And <laughs> found out he died. <laughs> out of drug... From uh, drug and alcohol abuse. Didn't he have, like, a giant heart from doing so many drugs, or just... I don't even know what happened to he him. He had yeah. a giant heart from all the love. Well, that's true. Uh, but apparently in Los Angeles, uh, a corporation called Hythium? Is that how you say it? H-Y-T-H-I-M? the anti-Grinch. Hythium uh, has decided to resurrect Farley for a series of billboards uh, advocating a drug and uh, alcohol. Well, not, <laughs> advoc- not advocating the abuse. <laughs> I was going to say, that's kind of cruel. <laughs> Advocating uh, st- abstaining from drugs and alcohol. Uh, was it they, they said, we felt this was an effective way of getting people to focus on our message point because it's unusual to see a celebrity in this fashion. Uh, wh- meanwhile, Gary Ruskin, who is the... <laughs> here's another non-profit group for you. <laughs> the executive director of Commercial Alert, a non-profit advertising watchdog based in Portland, Oregon, uh, said it's completely tasteless to harness the dead for commercial gain. Uh, I actually agree with Gary Ruskin. Even if he's with a spare organization? Well, I would well, think yeah. they would want to get a celebrity that actually kicked the habit yeah. through their program. Well, someone who died. Yeah. Yeah. Just randomly died of drug overdose that had nothing to do with their actual program at all. Well, That's it's not even point. a program. It's, it's a drug called Promita, which I failed to mention a minute ago. They're advocating this drug called Promita, which, which is supposed to help with drug and alcohol addictions. Don't shake your head How at me. How can we comment on the story if you <laughs> give us the story? But it, basically what Gary said was, from the spare commercial alert, the ads are deceptive because they suggest Chris would still be alive today if he took Promita. What's evidence? What evidence is there that's true? My understanding is that Farley died of an overdose of morphine and cocaine, that high five combination, and the drug doesn't even treat opiates. Uh, this is part of a trend by ad agencies that show no respect for the dead. It's also part of how the greed in the advertising industry has no, sh- has no shame at all, and neither does the company. But the the family, uh, Tom Farley, who is Chris's brother runs the Chris Farley Foundation out of Madison, Wisconsin, uh, said that it wasn't about the money, even though they were paid $25,000 for the image. Uh, Hythian plans to put up five more billboards with Farley on them uh, in the coming weeks. The first one went up on uh, Sunset Avenue, or I'm sorry, the Sunset Strip, which is next to the uh, Chateau Marmont, the hotel where both uh, Chris Farley and John Belushi died. They both died of drug overdoses. And they both died at the Chateau Mamal. I could have sworn that he died in New York. I, I thought he did too, but it, it says here the famed hotel where Farley's idol. Oh, you know what? Screw me. Okay. Never mind. Farley didn't die there. Okay. It says where his idol and SNL star John Belushi died. So, of heroin and cocaine. Okay. So, screw me. I'm completely wrong in every aspect. Flush that, you bitch. So, Scientology gets even more wonderful as Tom Cruise. Has decided. Have you okay? Have you heard about the birthing procedures for Scientology? Yeah, something about having a bunch of panels in there, soothing panels or something, and that, she's not supposed to make any noise. Right, and, you can't make any noise. Mm-hmm. And and not only that, but no noise with no painkillers, which I've never. Well, yeah, I have given birth to several children, but mm-hmm. you had painkillers. I always though. had painkillers. Yeah, I was usually doped up on morphine and cocaine at the time. I mean, it wasn't great for the baby, but you know, it at least killed my pain. That's all you um, cared about. That's all I cared about. Yeah, it was more about the experience, man. Uh, but Tom Cruise has decided that he's going. Apparently, this is according to rumor, according to Star Magazine, which who knows how credible they are. I think they're ha- they're right about half the time. 
Are but, they even that much? I don't know, man. They they there's some of those rags seem to be the Inquirer seems to be getting more and more accurate. That's what I hear. Yeah. The Inquirer is, but I've never heard the star I, be too accurate. I don't Aren't know. the ones with alien monkey babies and stuff? <laughs> no, that's the Weekly World News. Oh, where okay. Bad boy returns from the dead with Elvis. I got you. Okay. Sucking his penis. Hmm. No, I don't Space. The final frontier. Uh, it says Tom actually has commissioned a special shrink-reducing pa- shriek-reducing pacifier for his, quote, adorable air dispenser, Katie Holmes. It's called a sock. It's a he sock just shoves it in her throat. <laughs> uh, it says, hoping her, that... His adorable air dispenser? Well, that, that's what this... No, well, this is from Defamer. They, they okay. get kind of cute with the language sometimes. Uh, according to this report in Star... A great description. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> the quote says, He commissioned an adult-sized binky for her to clench between her teeth, hoping that it'll squelch her screams. Uh, in keeping with the Scientology silent birth, Tom is prepared to do whatever it takes to muffle Katie's moans and groans during the delivery. Uh-oh. Hey, now. <laughs> Shut up. So what, what it, why does he need a pacifier? Why can't he use a wallet or... I mean, honestly, is a it... A wallet? The, well, you know, with like a... You know in the Old West... Just well, pay her um, to keep quiet. Yeah. Pay her. I was going to say, what are you talking about? What is wallets? Did they use wallets in the Old West? I don't know. <laughs> Hit her in the head with the wallet. Exactly. <laughs> she shuts up. Shut <laughs> But uh, he... I don't understand. What's going to keep her from spitting the pacifier out? Are they going to restrain her completely um, to where... He's going to tie it. holding it on her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> just shoving it down. With a pillow on top of that. <laughs> you, know, you know, he could stick something else down her throat. Hey, now. <laughs> you don't get it, do you? Where the crickets, do <laughs> Dave's searching for them. And meanwhile, I'm leaving on to the other story. <laughs> Uh, speaking of another crazy bitch, uh, Katie Couric today, or not Why is today, she a but crazy bitch? I don't know. She just is. Okay. Because um, her husband died of colon cancer? That makes her I, insane? I said nothing about cancer, sir. Way to bring down the segment. But why is she crazy for that? I didn't, I said nothing What's about her husband. She's just, that anyway? just, she's just crazy. Uh, apparently, Katie, uh, boo, 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 uh, said this week that <laughs> she... It would help if you could speak. It, it would. <laughs> that would really help the podcast. It really would. Uh, she said she's going to join CBS News and become the first sole woman anchor of a major U.S. network evening newscast. See, I thought I thought earlier this week that what was that? What's that lady's name? I thought was, Paula Zahn was on CBS. CBS in the morning was, back but, in the day. Uh, who's the, who's the girl? Well, I guess the other guy was with her. Who, Connie Chung, married to Maury Povich. I thought she was an anchor for a long time. For I think new, she did like a news, but maybe like she a must, magazine. She like must a have been a co-anchor. Yeah. Well, she's going to be the. She's going to take it. Who's she taking over for? Was it Dan Rather who left a few months ago? Oh, she's actually doing the... Oh, okay. Yeah, she's taking over the the evening newscast. Uh, she said she's living at the end of May, and taking her place is none other than The View's Meredith Vieira, who also hosts uh, the daytime edition of Whose Line Is It Anyways? So I wonder if she's going to keep on doing that, or they'll pull in, like, uh, Dave Coulier or something. Just, just let Drew Carey do it. What's he doing? I, I don't know. He's... Dude, he's not that spare. I don't think he's still doing. Well, what's he doing? Doesn't he have like some stand up in Vegas? Or Does something? he? I don't know. I think that they're touring the old crew sometimes, but really, I would think a regular paying gig would be, be nice. Show go see. Well, they uh, don't come anywhere near here. But you know, Dave Coulier needs a resurrection. He was on that uh, skating with celebrities. Cut it out. Uh, what about Bob Saget? What's he doing? Well, he's doing uh, How I Met Your Mother. Oh, he's doing okay. the voiceover, the intros and the outros for that oh, okay. show. Okay, he's getting a paycheck then, at least. Yeah, he's getting a paycheck. What's Dave Coulier doing? I mean, I don't. Even th- he probably his career probably is more dead than. Uh, Didn't he peak during Wienerville? That was pretty much it. Wienerville. 
Or uh, America's Funniest Home Videos. Was that the one? I think he did People. Bob uh, Saget did videos. Okay, that's right. He did People with the with the jackalope. And, yeah, sure. Uh, you don't remember that? The, the rat, it was the puppet rabbit with the horns? No. And he did, of course, he did the little voice. Uh, Kirk said, after listening to my heart and my gut, two things that have served me pretty well in the past, I've decided I'll be leaving today at the end of May. It may sound kind of corny, but I really feel that we've become friends through the years. This is what this is why she's a crazy bitch. Telling this to her viewers. What? It, just because some people stand outside your window and one of them flashes their boobs once in ten years? Your friends? Sure. Um, what? I You don't remember that? Did you never see that video? Back when I was in college, somebody got on the air. This was before the uh, wardrobe malfunction at the Super Bowl. Somebody got on the Today Show. You know, they have that big window where they sit in front of it and they have a bunch of people. I think it's Rockefeller Center behind them or something. Yeah, Yeah. and they they all hold up signs and say, look at me and fuck me and all that. And this one lady, they were panning the camera over to Al Roker or some shit. She just whipped up her shirt, man. Just, it was hilarious. It was live. Went out over there. You know, I'm wondering. Here are my jugs. (laughs) Exactly. Mark that. And, uh, I think she's calling her co-host her No, friends. no, no. It says, Kirk told her viewers, I really feel it becomes friends through the years. So she was talking to the camera. Uh, personally, I don't understand why Katie Kirk. I know she's popular, but is she really right for the evening news desk? Sure. You think, I mean, she's like a chipper, like a squirrel type. Is she? You need someone that's I like... I thought she did serious stuff. Not really. Okay. I don't think so. I mean, come on. It's the Today Show. You want to be light and fluffy in the morning. You want to get your morning going. You know, you want a bowl of cereal to get you going. The morning there. fluffer. You want the morning fluffer. Uh, she, but an evening news desk is someone like like Connie Chung or even Barbara Walters. I mean, you got to have like, that that personality that is. It, I mean, think of all the depressing stories. The beginning of your day is real happy. The end of your day is like, oh, here's some more bombings in Iraq. More soldiers died. There were floods and hurricanes. I mean, the Today Show is like half fluff. I don't think she's really right for the job. And actually, there was a poll that came out, I think yesterday or today, that said that 49% of people would prefer to stay on the Today Show. And 20, only, I think, 29% uh, wouldn't mind if she went to the anchor desk. So where's the other percentage in there? Aren't we missing a little bit? They They're just like, I eh, don't care. We don't give a fuck, man. Whatever. Who the hell watches the evening news anymore? Nobody. I, I haven't watched it in years. I don't think it's... I think it's been since the Iraq War started. I think that was the last time I watched it, maybe. I haven't seen it since uh, Peter Jennings died. I haven't even watched it be- since before then. Yeah, it's been over. I've never watched the news. Yeah, I don't not either. Once. Never. I get not one life. time. Nope. I get all my news from usatoday.com. I get all my news from podcast. <laughs> they are the most informative. They and are. Accurate. First in news. Delayed. Yeah, we lay out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, Eminem is splitting up uh, with Kim Mathers again. He married her back in January, so it's been all three months. And they have, of course, they have a daughter, uh, Hallie, together. And of course, this is the wife that he claimed didn't he claim in his songs he wanted to to kill her and take a chainsaw to her. And he, there were several songs know, where he expressed some rather violent intentions towards I'll trust you, Kim Mathers. That. I thought you were a big Eminem fan. No, hmm. don't you have uh, like several editions of Eight Mile on yourself? If you count zero, several. Oh, okay. Uh, it's the the statement, the divorce statement said, there's been a breakdown in the marriage relationship to the extent that the objects of matrimony have been destroyed and there remains no reasonable likelihood that the marriage can be preserved. Isn't this like the fifth or sixth time they've gotten married and broken up and gotten married? I don't know. It's, obviously, it's at least the second. Uh, they said that Kim is not pregnant. Because uh, <laughs> that would be common. <laughs> 
Like he would stay. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he's she's become. I know she's because she's one of the big sources of his his songs. Some of his more popular songs. Okay. Well, I'll trust you. Not uh, questioning they it. They reconciled in 2004. Uh, he announced in December of this past year that they would get back together. They got married in January, and now they're apart again. Why do celebrities even try to get married? Works for some of them. Very, very few. Look at Mel Gibson. Who, who's he married to, though? Exactly. Yeah. Whoever he was married to before but, he was big, and uh, he stays with her. And well, yeah, okay, but I'm talking about two celebrities. Kim Mathers, by virtue of being in an Eminem song, has become a celebrity. How about... Uh, she's not a celebrity. She's a... She's a no like one would know celebrity. who the hell she was if you were to see her on the street. But you know her name, is what I'm saying. How about Travolta and Kelly Preston? How long has that That's been? That's true. I'm saying it's very, it's very, very rare that couples in Hollywood stay together. I mean, it's... I mean, look, everybody thought Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston would stay together. And... It's just it very rarely works James out. Gunn and his wife? Oh, yeah. Jenna Fisher. That's true. I don't Dude, know how long they've been together. I don't know. Not very long. Yeah. Can't is Dolly long. Parton's husband famous? Because they've been together for like 40 years. She has a husband? Yeah. Wow. I had no idea. Johnny Cash and June Carter? Yeah, but he divorced. He divorced... Uh, what's her face? Yeah. yeah. That was two celebrities getting together, though. Yeah, that's true. But they, from what I've heard, they actually... Yeah, I mean, they had troubles throughout the whole time. But yeah, they did. Oh, did they? Okay. I guess they fucked around long enough. They finally just said, <laughs> eh, I'll stay together. We've been through drug overdoses and affairs and NASCAR drivers and everything else. My knowledge of their yeah. marital history is you know, relegated to walk the line. Walk the line pretty yeah. much, yeah. Yeah. Mine too, but it's a great movie. <laughs> I don't uh, think it's the full picture, though. Really? You don't think? Well, taking a guess. There's not. that whole death thing at the end yeah. they didn't really cover. Yeah, they did. They said that. Well, they okay, the they didn't. I mean, they didn't have actual acting scenes. They didn't take it. You know, once full, the Canadian show was over, that was pretty much it. So, yeah, I think it's time to move on. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, this week, Brian Doyle, age fifty-five, who is the deputy press secretary for the Department of Homeland Security, was put on leave, and his security clearance was just suspended after he was arrested on charges of using the internet to try and seduce a fourteen-year-old girl. I desperately want to make love to a schoolboy. The uh, Homeland Security is actually one of the agencies that is responsible for investigating child porn, which I had no idea. I thought it was relegated to the FBI and maybe local police. That makes sense. Uh, but is it really? I would think Homeland Security would be like just well, terrorism. still securing the homeland, though, from really child molesters and but child rapists. It seems like that seems like an insecure homeland to me. <laughs> but that's like the home front. I mean, that's like an individual home. It I, seems that's what they're supposed to protect right but i thought homeland security was like more about like actual like terrorism i thought that's what the whole basis of being formed was for that that was probably the original basis for forming it but i could see that being in their jurisdiction mm-hmm. now we have ctu to cover the counterterrorism. but stuff. you know what yeah have you been watching 24 this season not once damn you now i can't spoil it yeah go ahead and spoil okay it for well me. just so you know uh, in the in the current season ctu is actually getting taken over by homeland security they're getting absorbed in the middle of the season because they had a bunch of fuck-ups. and Way to kill it for everyone. Yeah. Well, if you haven't seen it, it's your own damn fault for not watching it live. So fuck you, Dave. Um, uh, in, in, it uh, says that uh, Doyle contacted a 14-year-old girl who uh, whose profile was post- please, please, uh, posted on the Internet, and he initiated a sexually explicit conversation. Uh, it turns out the girl was actually an undercover Polk County detective. Uh, this is the really wheels off part because if you're if you not only if you if you're a government employee 
And you work uh, for the, the, no, the Department of Homeland Security. The, uh, so I, uh, these, these, they, uh, so I'll just wait. I, <laughs> it, you so think fitting, if you work, so if you work for these departments, <laughs> you would know, A, don't give out your office phone number. B, don't, <laughs> a, don't give out your government-issued cell phone number. Oh, that's what he gave her? Yes. His office number and his government-issued cell phone number. <laughs> Man, of, you are one pathetic loser. All of which are probably, I'm just guessing, working for Homeland Security. Maybe tracked? Probably logged. <laughs> probably. Uh, well, you had to get all high-pitched. Because Dick Man's high-pitched. <laughs> <laughs> he was also accused of using the internet to send pornographic movie clips. And having explicit sexual conversations in online chats with the supposed girl. Yeah. What the fuck, man? See? The high pitch again. It's that important. Man's a high pitch. Man's a voice break. Demands a voice break. Uh, And over at the University of Duke in Durham, North Carolina, the lacrosse coach has quit after several players were accused of raping a stripper that they hired. Uh... This was, I believe it was last week sometime. There were three players who were being accused. Apparently the whole lacrosse team actually was part of this party. But they they claim the woman, the story says, the woman who is black, claims that three white players pulled her into the bathroom and assaulted her. Now she, there's some, uh, there's a lot of riots, not riots, but protests, and I think a lot of people are up in arms because supposedly she has exonerated the one black player on the team. Uh, and okay. so, of course, they're claiming... Some sort of racial, not profiling, I don't know what the word is, but uh, preferential treatment. Because not only did she supposedly exonerate him, he wasn't even swabbed for DNA. He was the only player not swabbed for DNA. Well, she said it was, what I heard was she said it was two or three white boys, so yeah. that's why that they would. didn't have to. Yeah, but and then people started raising the race issue, though. Is it because, okay, this one guy's black? I'm pretty sure if she got raped, she's going to know if they're black or white, I don't and know. she's going to tell the police what she knows. I, I would agree. I, I would if think. If she tells them they're white, then... I, I would agree. Yeah, why are you pushing this, Marcus? I'm not. <laughs> uh, okay. On to other matters. Um, the, the course, the co-captains say that nothing happened, and uh, they say they served alcohol, but denied that anyone was actually assaulted the woman in the bathroom. However, yesterday, or I guess it was Wednesday, actually, since this comes out on Friday, uh, on Wednesday, the authorities unsealed documents that said there was an email from a player that he just signed it with his number. So that we don't know what uh, what number it was, but the email said it was an encore to tonight's show. The message was addressed to whom it may concern. However, there will be no nudity. Here's what the email said that kind of made them stick their antenna up. I plan on killing the bitches as soon as they walk in, proceeding to cut their skin off. The author wrote, he said, uh, in vulgar terms, that he would find the act, act sexually satisfying, uh, and he signed it with his jersey number. However, he said that the player's name does not match the three names that the woman gave to her attackers. Uh, the, they could have put any jersey number on there in the email address. That's true. You know, you could put true. anything there. Uh, the, why, why would you sign that with your legitimate? With the, yeah, why would you um, sign? Why would you send it? For, why would you write that in the first place? Yeah. I know, but if you're crazy enough to do that, you think you'd cover yourself a little bit. You would think send it from maybe from an anonymous email address. Yeah, well, uh, you would think the uh, the Homeland Security guy would be smart enough not to use this. <laughs> there you go. That's, I guess true. that's true. The theme is there are a lot maybe of dumbasses. Pervs are just idiots. Yes. Just proves that our DNA pool needs to be uh, reduced, flushed, flushed. 
Uh, James Ammons, who's the chancellor for North NC Central, said, We don't want anyone from the NCCU family to seek retribution or take matters into their own hands. Uh, I'm encouraging our students to continue to show support for the alleged victim and to continue to plan events that better educate individuals about sexual violence and racism. See, that's where I get the racism from. Um, that's not where I get it from. I'm not Mark, like a racist. <laughs> uh, and one of the investigators said that there was a special history of bad, beva- bad, 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 bad behavior with this team. Damn it. I can't talk today. Uh, there was a apparently a take back the Unite march on campus on March 29th. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. But the that's really, you know what, the, the Duke lacrosse coach quitting, I don't know if that's really the, should be the focus of this a whole entire article. I don't know if that, that should be the headline. He wasn't one of the people accused. No, or anything, no, he just so, he resigned. But um, I think the bigger story is the email. Yeah, I, I plan on killing bitches. <laughs> yeah, and another uh, skin flaying news, uh, and also North Carolina news. Uh, a man named Russell Cr. I guess how it's how that's how you say it. Who was a physician's assistant at the Calmery O'Neill VA Medical Center in Topeka, Kansas. Uh, from 76 to 99 has been accused of performing castrations in a sadomasochistic dungeon all while he was spent 23 years working at the VA hospital in Kansas. At least Uh, he knows what he's doing. (laughs) Yeah. Here's the thing. He was working at a VA hospital as a physician's assistant. He didn't have a medical license. That's some quality government background checking there. High five. High five. Uh, they, according to the uh, investigation, though, when he was hired, they didn't require a medical license. How do you not require a medical license for a physician's assistant? Uh, hey, Joe, you want to come in and work? I mean, you can uh, come in here and castrate, castrate and uh, play with some fecal matter and... Uh, sweaty ass. Some, <laughs> some sweaty ass. <laughs> they, uh, you know, he wasn't the only one that was doing this. They're also Castrating people? Castrating people, Yeah. I also said that uh, two other men, Michael Mendez, who is 60, and Danny Carroll Reeves, or Reeves, 49, they were also lovers involved in master-slave relationships at the time of their arrest. Said Ciara was, adver- was also advertising on the web for more men to add to a stable of... Dustin, you can read that word. Nah, it's fitting for you. Okay. Um, a stable of subjects, we'll say. Um... <laughs> That is so... Wait, so is he castrating the dead people? No, I think he's... These are, like, willing participants in castration. And he he's not even charged with, like, harming people. He's charged with performing medical uh, procedures without Why should license. he be if they're willing? Yeah, if yeah. they're willing. I, that's Why true. are they even arresting him? That's true. It's kind of like... they're all adults. Have you know, they want to get their... What is that? Cutting your balls off? That's everything, yeah. isn't it? Uh, if you want to... Yeah. If you want to get chopped, then we'll see why you can't get chopped. That's true. Exactly. Well, it's kind of like, have you heard about that case in Germany where the guy, he asked for a serial killer, the guy was a known serial killer and a cannibal, to eat his penis? What's the yeah. significance of telling us that anyway? <laughs> I'm just relating it to the story. And there I go, fucking reacting and drops again. <laughs> Damn me. It's okay sometimes. This show's over. Wait, okay. no. What was this you were just telling <laughs> us about? I wasn't listening. You just... Someone in Germany? Yeah, some... Okay. So a couple years ago, there's been a movie made about this, and it was also been called... There's a film that has been called one of the most disgusting films ever made. This guy was a cannibal, known cannibal. I think he's he had been acquitted several times. So 
a guy on the oh, internet. Yeah, they were talking about that movie on um, on Pickled Embryo. Oh, that's true. Also on the Breakout Media Network. Thank you, Dave. Pickled Embryo. Hey, how do you like that for a High drop five in the High five. Cross promotion. Uh, he said that uh, he asked for this guy to eat his penis, like fried up, and he asked for. I think he was asking for to kill him. It was just the most bizarre shit. I just want to know what the fuck drives you to a either get your balls cut off and b have someone eat your penis. I will. Let alone Wouldn't that involve getting your penis actually cut off. Also, well, I don't castration. I think castration is just cutting your balls still off. on there. I guess. I guess you. Could. Yeah. You could fry it while it's still on. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Batter it up. Fry it up. Get some honey mustard going on there. Mm. That would be a demand for you. Yeah, it would. Maybe some gravy. Oh, my God. Buckets. Frank fed beans. A little ranch. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Goes on everything. Uh, let's get on to some feedback because we actually had some feedback this week. Now we actually got a voicemail this week, so let's uh, let's hear that, shall we? I don't know who this is from because we uh, couldn't understand his name or anything or anything about it. Oh, it's not playing now. Oh, damn it! Well, screw that. Uh, <laughs> nonetheless, we're gonna it sounded kind of like this. <laughs> Good reenactment. We like it. That's awesome, dude. That's that's the best special effects ever. Sound effects. So whoever that is, if you do want to call us again, leave so us a real message. If you recognize your voice in that, <laughs> if you think you're that person, <laughs> call us back and leave another message. It sounds like your cell phone is breaking up. Uh, we also got an email, our first email from Sarah. Uh, she said, it took me well, all day. Why do you say the name like that? Uh, just, just because. A name like Sarah demands drama. Uh, so oh, my God. God, it still blows out my ears. Hey, didn't we skip a, a news story? Did we? I thought we had the cheerleading one. No, that was, we did we in the first segment. Segment. first segment. Got to pay attention, oh, yeah. Carol. <laughs> pay attention, Chopper. Oops. <laughs> Need to blow yourself up over there. Chopper Dave. Oh. Uh, uh, Sarah said, "Took me so took me all day to download. Thank you, dial up. But I laughed my ass off, making it well worth the wait." And she ends it with, "Why a, would she thank the dial up for that? For being slow. For being slow. It's a sarcastic thing. Yes. Oh." It's textual sarcasm. Pull yourself up again. I'll get it. <laughs> Chop a Dave. Uh, so shout out to Sarah who ends her email with a colon uh, left print eye. Which couldn't say smiley face, could you? No. Well, yeah. nipples are the most memorable thing. <laughs> so she ends her email with a smiley face. So high five, Sarah. Yeah. Uh, all right. You can- high five. <laughs> You can find all of this quality. High five. Quality. High five. <laughs> Every episode, all three of us. All three episodes of the quality show. <laughs> uh, at, okay. at breakroom. Uh, breakroom.org. Uh, yeah. so, or you can subscribe. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe to the podcast. <laughs> this is quality entertainment, folks. Why would you want to miss a week? <laughs> Non-stop entertainment. What's the significance of telling us that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, subscribe at feeds.feedburner.com slash thebreakroom. Uh, breakroom.org. Now, if, if you don't want to subscribe just yet, we do have PodTrack players on the uh, website. Uh, be our MySpace friend at myspace.com slash thebreakroom. Uh, there's also a uh, 
pie chart player there as well. Now, just be careful. I've had some, had some complaints. People confused. It does pop up in a new window, so you can browse to all your porn sites. Um, what else? Uh, oh, yeah. Contact us at 206-666-3356 or at breakroom at gmail.com. Uh, you can also I've set up a uh, – if you do like to subscribe to the show, we besides um, – Besides the feed burner uh, feed, in a, in a, <laughs> the, there, uh, there is a. Uh, I'm setting up a super feed for all the shows, so you'll get uh, you'll get pickled embryo and this show, which it's a real super feed with all two shows. Yeah, all two. Uh, but stay That's tuned. In, feed. in the uh, next couple of weeks, uh, or in the next month, we we have a new website coming uh, called Pop Syndicate, which will be at popsyndicate.com, and we're gonna have a podcast for that show, which will be also be on the super feed, and we've got another one in the works. Uh, a couple more, hopefully, I'll hear something back soon. But that's neither here nor there, and that's the end of the show. So it's kind of important. <laughs> kind of important. Part of the media yeah. network. Part, you know? part of the yes, the growing media empire that is the breakout media network until we get taken over by someone else. And uh, get paid. And We're going to be in direct competition with Pacho. Oh yeah, here Pacho, here we come. Pacho, tremble in your boots. That's right. Watch out, Adam Curry. I'm coming for your ass. <laughs> Mark that too. Mark that. All right. So as we do every week, we'll end the show with another song from the same band we played earlier. Uh, I bought this one special off iTunes because I couldn't download it. Now, the earlier show, I, I should say this, you can find the band at thejoys.ca because they are from Canada or at myspace.com slash thejoys. I'll put links in the show notes. You can actually download the first song we played, Do I? Uh, but this song is called You're Beautiful. Uh, have a great weekend, everyone. High five. Uh, in a, in a, the, there, um, uh, and the, uh, so, uh, these, these, they, uh, so, I don't know. Shut up. to your house the other day What did you say it's given a break I'm feeling love I said that's okay how can you love me if you don't love you I can't explain how lessons learn oh I real love you I real love you oh
angry. You're still beautiful! All the time! Even when you're mad at me. You're still beautiful! All the time! episode they, yeah, really? they say one they they say like a scripture or a prayer but then they say shalom afterwards <laughs> and then they're always cussing and talking about all kinds of other shit mazel mazel that's what god loves yes they have uh, a they have suck a dick wednesday <laughs> that's part of the prayer where if you wear one of their shirts on wednesday and a girl sees you she has to suck your dick huh does anybody actually follow through with that they said the whole reason they got the name was some 14 year old boy was wearing one of their shirts on wednesday and some mm. girl just that he never met before offered to give him a blowjob and he got one his first one how old was this girl I don't know so I have an idea it had nothing to do with the shirt in particular Probably but they just want to capitalize but on that they're saying that's suck a dick Wednesdays now suck a dick Wednesdays Dude, right. that show is funny as hell I, I admit I keep meaning to listen to it. I'm trying to, I'm almost caught up with all my podcasts I was about like 25 behind shit you have 25 I have 20 I have how many shows do I have here here's my here's my list and this is making for great podcasting but uh, these are all the ones I listen to. Is this part of the show? Uh, it is now. Oh, okay. Fucking shit, dude. You guys ready to start like, this thing? <laughs> I have like four, and it takes up my whole day. Oh, yeah, well, I know. I listened about four a day, but I was behind on What is that, 20? That's the good thing about... Uh, I don't know, dude. About the, uh, the Keith and the girls. They're like an hour and a half almost every day. Yeah, so, so it takes a lot of time. So is Weezy and Swish, yeah. Except they're once a week, so... You said that's the good thing about it? Uh, yeah. So you can listen to it at work, and it takes like an actual long time. Oh, I get yeah. Most shows are uh, if you're like him, you know, yeah. and you have like 50 shows, and it's kind of yeah, hard to keep true. up with them. I, I don't know how many. How many is this? About 25? Do you think it's got to be? I don't want to count it. That'll bore everybody. Um, but yeah, okay. Well, you ready to start recording? I oh, thought yeah, you were supposed to have this as like part that we didn't really notice there was an audience, and it's just free talk. So no, you I know, don't if know. you want to count them, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> Uno dos. <laughs> You're gonna have to translate all the uh, Six, seven, eight, nine, all 10, the numbers. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 8, 20, 30. Oh, look at that! I topped Holy that at 30. Holy shit! Yeah, I was like, I was way behind. Dude. You should have done the drum roll and. Ah, hey now. All right, let's kick. There's this no sh- drum roll in that inco, is there? 
No, or whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, we need a rim shot. The Jazzinator, Jazzy Show. Uh, we don't need the war chant. <laughs> Turn that shit off. We need the regular intro, damn you. Alrighty. Uh, All right. Is that up loud enough? All right. Cue the theme, Chopper Dave. <laughs> Where is Chopper Dave? Let's see if it's loud enough. This drama contains adult language and partial nudity. Viewer discretion is advised. 